Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. You were a roadie for Motley Crue? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Billy Joel A to Z podcast. Elon and I are here today, joined by two very special people. Just a little backstory. We met our first guest, Avery. She is a child. We met her at the comedy club, at the Westlake Comedy Club, <laughs> a child compared to us. And uh, yes, yeah, she is a comedian, and she's also a college student who told us her mother was a Billy Joel roadie for lack of a better term at this moment right now, and we are bringing her in. She is also an esteemed author of the book City Mouse, uh, let alone a contributor to the New York Times. Uh, please wel welcome Stacy Lender and her daughter, Avery Lender, to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hello. Hi, thanks Thanks for having us. Well, thanks for, Avery. Thank you for putting it all together. It's, uh, it's very awkward, especially somebody, uh, me and my age and my creepiness factor, for uh to uh tell your daughter like yeah we'd like to have your mother on she's okay she sounds all right you know what's your mother doing today so <laughs> <laughs> but no thank you so much for coming in i mean avery is a wonderful person you've done very well I, the fact that uh, when we found out she was 19 it I was in disbelief i still don't believe it i assume you're going to well, be 20, 20 now oh you are okay. i'm 20 now but again thank it's you. with like alan it's like these kids who grew up in the city, you know, a 20 year old is like a 40 year old anywhere else. It's You're saying true. that we look really old because the, the water is bad. That the is air, the air quality is really poor. I say, Alon and I look like the same age right now. I don't know. No, he you could be in my college true. class. Thank you. Well, he probably could. He is a good looking, <laughs> handsome fella, especially. For <laughs> you. But, uh, yeah, no, it is funny. Your daughter is so mature. And uh, you for, and, uh, you know, apparently a, a pretty good comic from what I've been told and certainly uh, an up and coming one at that. Sure. But it's great. You're a good mother so far, making sure that she goes to college, you know, until and then when she finishes that, she can do whatever she wants. My Thank you. Is. Although after her internship this summer at Westside Comedy Club, uh, there was a moment of, oh, maybe I should just not go back to college. And I was like, mm, maybe you totally should. <laughs> well, that happened to me too. I was selling cable television door to door in the eighties. And I was telling my parents, I'm making $10,000 a year. And they're like, just go, you don't understand. That's not a lot of money. Right. Uh, <laughs> but to a college kid, it was the most money ever. And uh, yes, fortunately they sent me back to school. So that is the lesson. Uh, but perhaps uh, Stacy, you can tell us exactly how you got into working with Billy Joel. Yeah, I'd be happy to talk about it. And, you know, I have to say, having a daughter who is now 20, 19 when you met oh, her, wow. and, and having her actually be a Billy Joel fan, like the fact that I spawned a Billy Joel fan, I think maybe deserves even more credit than, you, might you know. You right. Well, we'll see how this interview You may be right. You may be right. <laughs> oh, I feel very proud. She's an old soul in a good way. Well, that's yes. that's exactly it. She Avery is a complete old soul in a good way. And that's why she's so easy to talk to. It was easy to meet. And, uh, you know, we we have a lot of the same interests and in making fun of the same people. 
Uh, so like, <laughs> love it. And one of them is probably going to be me by the end of the day. No, no, but, uh, that's no. okay. I'm good. I, I can take it. But, um, but actually I started my career, um, also as an intern, although Avery started her comedy way before that, which I'm sure you'll get into at some point, but, um, I, in 1989, just, you know, a couple of years ago was, uh, an intern on the Ringo star tour. Really? Um, was that, the, told, that was the all-star band tour? All-star band. It was year one. I think it is literally still going on to this day, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, a bunch of the members of the road crew were actually also in Billy's road crew and Bruce Springsteen's road crew. Um, I hear you're not that impressed with Bruce Springsteen and his road crew. So I will get it. Words getting around. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so uh I met uh, met them over the summer and even though I worked in the uh for the producer I was super interested in not just sitting behind a desk and uh kept in touch they were such great guys and um the following summer was able to be a roadie quote unquote when they were in the New York area um, and so I worked like Giant Stadium back in August, like 1990. Again. This is the Stormfront Tour, it would be. The Stormfront Tour. Um, I mean, that was a huge Giant Stadium was awesome. And so I literally was a runner, production assistant. I uh, had to go on hunts for things like hairspray and different kinds of electrical cords and the driving around giant stadium is super confusing. I got lost like a million times and I had to run comp tickets up to the box office and made signs for the dressing room. I mean, I was in it and I couldn't have been happier. And, uh, and then I stayed in touch after that and saw the guys. I mean, they're such, they're such good people and they're still working for Billy today, but saw them in London when I did a semester there. I mean, we're still, we're still friends. And it was, I mean, literally surreal um, to then take Avery to a Billy Joel show and introduce awesome. them like to my dog. I mean, it was so just mind blowing. So you're saying me like recently you went to a Billy Joel show and you went backstage because you know all these guys and you introduced your daughter to them. They must have been like, oh my God, we knew you when you were this. I can't believe you have a daughter. It, That's amazing. So weird and amazing. But it just, I think, is a testament to how uh, like his crew is like family. And they've kept these relationships for so many years and they're still together to this day. I mean, it, it really is. It's a special group of people. And I feel honored. I mean, again, my moments with them are kind of short in terms of the long arc of Billy Joel and his crew. But um, but yeah, I mean, it really made it helped me with my career. And just to know that I want to not also, you know, again, not sit behind a desk, like to do production work and other stuff. And so, yeah. It was special and continues to be. So there's my were, little story. <laughs> were you close with just the crew or also with the band and Billy himself? So uh, she's a really pretty girl. The, the question answers itself. <laughs> really Billy was a married man. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> no, you know what? It's funny. I worked uh, when I was in college, um, I worked doing concerts and stuff. And that's how I ended up getting into the industry, even though my major was not that. And, um, and honestly, like I never, I, I swore to myself, I would not be a poser. Like, as they mm. said, like, I never wanted to be that person who was like trying to get in and meet the band. Da, da, da. I really want to work and to be useful and to learn. And so honestly, like I did end up meeting along the way, some of the people in the band and like went 
shop. I I remember like we're in London and went shopping with Crystal and like, you know, like had some moments, but like, honestly, I was like, I was on the, I was a crew person. Well, apparently you and Ilan both went to the same university. So they probably, uh, as it is Cornell. Oh, you went to Cornell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I was in the Cornell concert commission, which is probably what you were in. But you look probably, yeah, well, I don't know. He's a boy. They didn't even look at it. They didn't even give him a second look. I was one of your, I was one (laughs) of You know how this works, especially in the eighties. Wow. Look at that. We were in the same club at Cornell. We booked the shows. We made it happen. I was there till 05. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Not so I, yeah, I was, yeah, 91. I graduated, but. But it's, it's interesting, you know, when you're saying about Billy Joel, like the, first of all, the fact that anybody from an Ivy league university would work that, you know, that's what Billy Joel has. Whereas if we were working for Motley Crue, it would be a completely different story, let alone the stuff you had to pick up. It wouldn't just be hairspray. There would have been some very disgusting things, I'm sure. You know, look at you. You're like, I had to pick up hairspray and electrical equipment. We we didn't even have to ask her, would you work for Billy Joel? Like we answered that question. I have no torrid story. I mean, I did work one summer also at the China Club, and that was a totally different experience that we're not going to get into here. But yeah, there, this was definitely clean. The China Club, uh, like, isn't that on 52nd Street? It used to be Hello. on the west side in New York. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, 52nd Street. Yeah, see? See what oh, we did there? Hello. Not as quick <laughs> as my comedian daughter, but I, I'm so, again, I'm so appreciative. I'm still friends with you know the guys to this day and and uh yeah it's for it's it was like formative you know in my formative years kind of, of i mean i hate to sound old and like a mom now which i am but like i feel like eight <laughs> going through the same thing you know and this internship sure. and networking and like making stuff out like that's what happens you find out what you love a lot of wackos just like you did you know yeah <laughs> realizing you know people in stand-up comedy are, are crazy i don't <laughs> mom i don't know whether you know this but uh, <laughs> crazy fun yeah well that's the thing too but boy isn't that something else you're in college and your college internship turned out to be worked out i mean that doesn't happen very often like no. Elon, Elon just said he was doing that and he, he well actually Elon, you do have a up besides being being a comedian you also work in music still yeah i do but uh, i'm trying to think what i got out of the concert commission i think i got a few free t-shirts Oh, I have a lot of actually oh, Avery. Has- I have all the t-shirts. I have the concert commission UB40 Cornell concert commission t-shirt I wear often. <laughs> oh, those are God, classics. They're classic. I remember the guy who was the concert commission guy for I went to Ithaca. So we all went to oh, school sure. in Ithaca. I saw Bob Dylan at Ithaca when he I was there. He wasn't there when I was there. I would have remembered not going. Um, again, I'm sorry. It's the Springsteen, the Dylans. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I remember this guy and he was a weirdo and he was the, for some reason he was when he was booking the stuff and he liked me and I don't even know where he knew me from. And he just invited me to everything. He's like, Hey, will you ride in the limo with John Waite and his band? Cause you know, they just want to hang out with somebody cool. And I'm like, me, you know? Uh- uh, yeah, sure, sure, kid. In fact, they uh, told me that one of the guys had just worked off John Lennon's album. It was in '81 before he was, you know, uh, whatever uh, his last album. And they were talking about working with him, which was then it became really exciting. So those being in college with, uh, you know, being part of that those concert commission things were awesome. It's totally uh, and UB40. Avery mentioned she does wear my T-shirt, and I. <laughs> literally was on wardrobe crew for them and had to do their laundry. I was washing their underwear. And I mean, not to, you know, you mentioned my book before, but that story made it into my novel. 
And the funny thing about your story, so it's like, how did, where did you grow up, Stacey? I grew up in suburbia, uh, not Long Island, Billy Joel suburbia, but in Rockland County, Suffren, (laughs) New York. Right. It's weird because uh, I grew up in Jersey and Ilan grew up here in Manhattan. So none of us are from Long Island. And yet we all like Billy Joel. And it's funny when you, your book City Mouse is about uh, a, people that live in Manhattan and then move to the suburbs, which of course, you know about, but then you were writing because you didn't know about being a mother living in the suburbs. Right. Right. So you were writing about that and it's just kind of, it does make a lot of sense that somebody like yourself would like Billy Joel. If you are kind of obsessed with the suburbs as I am as well. True. Although I did like Billy Joel way before that. I mean, I remember glass houses and having that as our camp bunk cleanup songs you know like that was our soundtrack to clean up our bunk and camp when we were little i'm uh, i'm uh, older than you so mine was uh sean cassidy to do run run <laughs> however <laughs> but yeah isn't that the love of billy joel clearly spans decades as proven at madison square garden on a monthly basis mm-hmm. so do you guys go to those shows often uh Avery, you've been to two. I think I've been to three. I've been to two. I am um, the last show I went to. I brought a guy that I was dating, and I kind of feel like bad that I wasted that Billy Joel ticket to get to take him backstage and do all that stuff and meet. What was that guy's name who worked? We took I took a photo with him. Who with, worked, Mom? With Sean. Oh, Bill Clinton. With Sean. With Sean. Yeah, yeah Bill Clinton. Yeah. With Sean and all of that. But it's just funny like go- you, that you bought a guy that didn't respect the fact that you had this unbelievable up. Op- Don't you hate that? I'm wondering. I hope I still get like a couple more tickets to be able to take guys to Billy Joel concerts for dates in the future. You didn't uh, dates, just right. like podcast hosts also. Yeah. <laughs> I like that very much. But no, when I was at that last concert, and I was a senior in high school, we knew every lyric just singing out. And all the, I don't want to say elderly, maybe parental age, people around me were like, like, wow, you know all the words to sleeping with the television on? That's so cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. It is is actually cool, especially, you know, for. uh, I think it's cool. My age. But that's the thing about Billy Joel, which we've discovered after doing, you know, we just finished the H's Mm -hmm. going A to Z. And we've just discovered this. uh, All people of all ages just still. And the guy hasn't put out a new album in 30 years and people still love it. It's amazing. It's true. It resonates. It resonates. I mean, I know it was um, Bob Dylan who won, you know, has won many awards and won a million. Th- but I feel like Billy Joel, like that music is it's right there. You know, like it, it speaks to the heart and gen- it multi-generational. It doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elon, Elon what, what were we calling it that, you know, where Springsteen was like kind of the working man? What did we say Billy Joel was? The garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> Fisherman. <laughs> um, the, like a more white collar, were we saying? He was like the a little bit a level up. If, if Bruce Bracey was up. working man, then he, he was kind of just like the disgruntled right. suburban guy. Meanwhile, we've figured out that neither of them have had a job since they were 17, which is kind of funny that they're uh, talking about all this stuff, but we still love it anyway. Somebody has to. So, it's yeah. true. I mean, what a tragedy that the garden's been closed and these shows haven't gone on. And I mean, it's just, it's unfathomable, but I'm so happy they're about, they're going to start again. Yeah, starting again, I think, in November. So. Yeah, and he's been touring. He just did Cincinnati the other night. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
But Stacy, let me ask you a question. You so yeah. you worked on the Stormfront tour. Uh, also, uh, I'll just ask because I would happen to be there myself. When he did Saturday Night Live, did you go with him then too? No, no. Oh, I, I was never. there during that day. I, oh, know, that's so. cool. Yeah, yeah. We've been I've been waiting. We've been waiting to talk about we didn't start the fire, but that won't be until twenty twenty five. Oh my God! Yeah, the great year going. It's gonna be. A- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like, isn't we didn't start the fire his least favorite song that he's ever made? It might be. Are you saying his least favorite or yeah, the- Billy's Billy's least favorite to perform? I heard. Mm. Well, maybe that's true only for the memorization of everything in yeah. that sense. But it's ironically we we've been talking about it. I think it's his biggest hit that he ever had, which you know is insane. Uh, that's his like. Uh, what penultimate album i think and or maybe there's two after so but um it's just strange to have a hit that big after you're talking about the stranger and glass houses and all that you know allentown and stuff and yet that was the biggest hit just stating all these facts from 1940 to 1989 and that was the biggest hit ever so yeah maybe he's just that's a tough you know we talk about angry young man and how he has to play that at least by the fourth song or he can't, you know, he's old. <laughs> he can't work that magic anymore after that. So maybe we didn't start the fire is kind of like angry young man in just the lyrics and trying to remember them all, even though it works so seemingly and smoothly. Right. But musically, the, the other stuff's better. I and have- isn't it fascinating yeah. that somebody like Avery can, and all of us can sing every word to, to we didn't start the fire. by heart i mean right we can sit there and we can do every as long as he starts us off uh, because we might not know where the paragraphs come in but you know everybody knows harry truman doris day red china johnny ray right and then you're gonna you're gonna know it once he gives you the first clue i mean that's a miracle in itself too true although it is cooler that she knows the lyrics to sleeping with the television that is the coolest thing i've ever heard no but uh we didn't say the fires helped me in quite a few history classes so at least it's a good one to memorize. And teachers love playing We Didn't Start the Fire in history class. Well, I remember yeah. that when it came out. If only he had written a calculus song for you. Oh, my God. Oh, here comes the dirt. Are you doing bad <laughs> in math, Avery? Oh, I mean, I... You know, you'd be at Harvard if you had a calculus song. <laughs> you were gonna it's okay. On the comedy allele in the brain, you know, it doesn't have to yeah. care with math. It's okay. If I also was good at math, like, I think I'd be pretty much unstoppable. That's like the one thing holding me back well, is just like remember, calculating though, the tax. Even though Sarah Silverman might have uh, quit after her freshman year, David Tell and Adam Sandler graduated NYU and then worked it all out. And that will happen to you. I'll graduate. Thank yeah. you, Dave. You're welcome. I don't have <laughs> kids, but I know how it works. <laughs> and I was the one who told Sarah, you're making a fool out of yourself. You drop out now. I mean, I've known her since she was 18. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm dropping out of school just to do comedy. Are you crazy? That's never going to work out. <laughs> More uh, bad advice from Dave. <laughs> yeah, never, even just doing it simultaneously, even more, you know. Well, that's what she was doing. I mean, Sarah, too. And that's why I like and that's what the way I did it. What well, didn't work out for me that well. But uh, I would always do comedy after uh, during the summers. I started at your, well, you started at 12, Avery. Yeah. 12, right. <laughs> 11, 12, seventh, yeah. seventh grade, seventh grade. I remember oh, that was me and Sarah's favorite joke. There was like a nine-year-old doing comedy and her big joke was about Halloween. And she's like, yeah, they want me to work on Halloween. <laughs> 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 That's a pretty good joke. Actually. I know it always made us laugh. <laughs> 
Yeah, In fact, after this interview, I'm, I'm, nine. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, nine. I was gonna say after this podcast episode, I'm going to my BU stand-up club's first meeting. So did you organize that? Vice pre I'm not even the president, vice president. Really? You it? Yeah. You yeah. also write for your school paper, the Bunyan. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. The name the, the name might be subject to change this year, but yeah, really? Is the Onion coming after you for being yeah, they're suing. Onion? They're suing you for or is it Doctor yeah. Scholl's? It's more that when you look up when you look up Bunyan on the internet, the first thing that comes up is all the gross foot pictures. Yeah, so right. I think they're trying yeah. to separate themselves from that. So yeah. wait, you're, you're an editor of that, right? Um, editor, writer, soon to be head of marketing. Following your footsteps, mom. Wow. It's true. My career did not end up in production. I did pivot into marketing after, you know, only how many road cases I could push into a truck. You know, it wasn't my best. (laughs) So you really were lifting and doing the grind of the Billy Joel band and and others besides that as well. For Billy Joel, I wasn't as grinding. I did do more of the uh, back office type of stuff and ticketing and runner type of things but for some other shows i did do more of the grind i had my work gloves actually when the stones went to the carrier dome i did that you know as a moonlighting thing in college and so but yeah but then after that i did work on the bugs bunny on broadway tour it's not so glamorous rock and roll but they're buried the lead (laughs) a lot of rock and roll (laughs) there were a lot of rock and roll guys who were the crew members so i did sleep on a bus for a summer really uh, were you the only woman there was one other woman the tour manager louise um so i was not but i was one of very few women and i did learn things like to sleep in the on the tour bus with your feet forward so that you wake up short not stupid (laughs) i don't if the bus I, stops short, then your head hits ah, it. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I obviously, I'm not the but, comedian but, in the family. But you, know. you were on a bus with all boys yep, and sleeping on the bus. I mean, and I know this is the 80s and anything goes. But, uh, you know, is that was that awkward? Were you nervous about doing that? And uh, we didn't think about those things back then, I guess. But nowadays, could that even happen? I mean, I. I don't know is the answer. Maybe. Yes. I I felt like, again, I wanted to work. I my head was dead. I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like, so I didn't let it be awkward for me. Sure. No, I understand. I just wonder in this day and age, if they would even be allowed to bunk with a woman, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I don't know. Well, there were separate bunks. There's always one crew member who's a loose cannon. Sure. You can't trust, you know, sure. and the other guys are sorry. Nope. Uh, Always fine with me. I have no, again, no torrid stories from the road that at least that I'm going to say on the air with my daughter. Damn it. What was it like dating Mick Jagger? <laughs> <laughs> a good one, along. The same way Avery's not going to tell me everything from the summer. You know, there's a lot that I really don't want to know. And I, I don't know, I, maybe I should talk to Sarah Silverman's mother. Like I, I could use a little advice based on some of the sets that Avery did this summer was, you know, Oh, well, think about this. I mean, her dad is a huge proponent of her Sarah. You know, she loves, he loves when she talks about all that stuff. I think it was hard at first. And then I think when you get to a certain level, that's just like, it's hilarious, you know, but at first it's a definite shocker. Yeah. 
Obviously. Well, none of it's true, right, Avery? None of it. Yeah, right. it's so, all fiction. All exaggerated, right, for comedy purposes. Yeah, for comedy purposes. Alon, <laughs> you know what the ultimate question is for Stacy, right? I know the. I don't know if it's the one you're thinking of. Well, that would be if she met the gay caballeros. <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> so when they do, when they do, don't ask me why they have the gay caballeros, and we know they were part of the crew. Were you ever part of the "Don't Ask Me Why" gay caballeros? A, I was not clapping thing. No, nope, was not. Oh, that's a shame. I'm sorry. It was a boys' club. <laughs> there were no caballeros. Shut out being a woman. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> They're like women can't ask? clap. They don't know how to do that. <laughs> they can't clap in rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was. Alon, what were you? What was your ultimate question? <laughs> oh, my question was going to be. Uh, so, you guys, your last name is uh, Lender. Are you related to Lender's Bagels? <sighs> the answer is no. We are not. But I, I did go to uh, college with some of the Lenders. They're also Cornell alum. Oh. And I'm still in touch with Keith. And Heidi, and yeah, so we are not related. Although uh, my father-in-law, when this was before we knew them, when they would go on vacation and there were no seats at the pool, you know, in Acapulco or whatever, they would say, hey, you know, we're the lenders. And they're like, lenders bagels? And he would say, yes. And (laughs) (laughs) What a name drop. (laughs) Right. Ironically, in that location, it's better than the Billy Joel name drop. Yeah, so we can get a closer seat at the synagogue. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can I ask? Can I ask a question to my own mom? Of course. Is that allowed, Mom? What was your favorite song on the Stormfront album that you were involved with? Ooh, Stormfront album. Now you're going to quiz me, and I'm not going to remember what was on each song because it was so. Uh Well, what's your favorite? What was the song you were excited about most of him playing each night? So my. Favorite song? Well, one of my favorite Billy Joel songs, definitely. I go, go to extremes. Really? Mm. I mean, uh, good for you. Sorry. That's I know not everyone like, but I mean, I love that one. Wasn't that the one that was ruined by uh, Garth Brooks, or was that the? Uh... No, that was Shameless. Shameless, right? No, I didn't like Shameless, but and 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 I guess on a flip side of that, I've always loved Always a Woman. Is that what it's mm. called? She's always a woman. She's always a woman. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Dave got I, worried that we skipped it in the A. Oh, yeah. A. <laughs> yeah, nervous. Well, because I keep calling, uh, what, what do we, I, I just call the it, way you are. I call it don't go changing. Oh, yeah. So it's can. really easy to do. I know. Not even close. <laughs> nope. Not even close. <laughs> no, I'm embarrassed. Is, is, uh, is that song on Stormfront? Not, not That song is on. No, it I, go extremes, I go no, to extremes. I go to oh, I go to extremes on, on Stormfront. It yeah. is, yeah. So mm-hmm. honestly, maybe that it imprinted upon me because you know that was. And actually, we I do have a uh, baseball shirt that the crew like. I don't know. There must have been a baseball game or something, and Avery wears it. You know the the one the Stormfront shirt. Village old Stormfront. Yeah. All of my clothes are Stacy Lender original. Avery has like the vintage closet of my you know concert past. That's so That's cool. cool. I was gonna say my favorite song in Stormfront is definitely "And So It Goes," which you covered in the A's. These are my least. That's favorite. a sad one, though. Yeah, yeah. it's one of know. Billy's like favorite songs. Stuff. It's so sad. Like I can't listen to that song unless I'm in a really good headspace that day. It's so sad, but it's oh, so good. I know what I was gonna well, ask. You... 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, do you think there are um, gender differences in favorite songs? Do you have you been finding that on your podcast that as people talk about their favorites, their gender? Uh, we, we haven't interviewed any women. <laughs> no, we had Sarah Silverman on. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, I don't consider a- her a woman. <laughs> I mean, I just consider her a friend. She's so always a, a woman. Mm. Uh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Sarah, we did have Sarah on. Thank God we had some other women on. Um, but <laughs> well, yeah, she said her we, favorite, I think, was Summer Highland Falls. Oh, I love Summer Highland Falls. No, that was my favorite. I thought she said also, <laughs> didn't she? I thought she might have said it was scenes from Italian restaurant and then we sang the duet together. Maybe. Oh, singing well, duet. Yeah, we sang uh, Code of Silence together back in the 90s. That's why we had her on to talk <laughs> about our experience in that sense. <laughs> But uh, I know what I wanted to ask. It was, uh, did you spend any time with Christy Brinkley? Uh, us as men need to know. Uh, nope, because I was not going to be a poser. I was not going to like cross the barrier into I, I, you know, I was not. I set up the green room. I was not in the green room. Really? You know? Yes. I mean, we would understand, though. I wouldn't think of as a poser like you're setting up the green room. You want to make sure everything is going well. So you're saying you set it up and you never went back in. Nope. I really did not. I mean, I, I met Billy maybe once, you know, in passing, whatever, all good. But I honestly like being on in on like in that backstage world, you really cannot cross. I, I mean, I just honored that. I mean, again, I was there for a short period of time. It wasn't like I lived with them on the road. It wasn't, you know, I, it was a different kind of experience, but I really was respectful of the definite line that was there. What did they get lucky? Hiring you, you know. Did I feel like being a woman in that? I mean, maybe that was part of it. Like, I felt like I had to even be perform beyond, you know, like I couldn't just be chill and lay, but like I, I really had to just be very professional. And I was. So. Didn't they have some good nicknames, Mom, the people that worked on the road with you? Uh, yeah. Well, the guitar tech, Chainsaw, who you met. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Chainsaw. He sometimes sings. Have you seen him sing? I don't, I don't know. We don't know who he is. Oh, you can look him up. I think there are videos of him online of Chainsaw singing. Uh, sometimes he's gone up on stage and and sunk. So he does let some of the crew come up and be part of the show, as he did with these apparently gay caballeros. I guess so. But so that's uh, multiple times. I think Chainsaw sang ACDC. Oh, like an ACDC <laughs> cover. That makes sense. <laughs> Was he doing that during warm up or? During no, an, actual, an show. actual show, look it up online. And what look was your nickname? I I guess they didn't tell me. Maybe it's oh. better. I don't know. I thought it was <laughs> my friend Rachel Feinstein would be like, "Was it Tiddy?" They call me like Square or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> no fun, right? Like, I don't believe that anyway. for a minute, though. You're a joy, <laughs> as is your daughter, obviously, and that's how we. We yeah. like her. We met her, and we enjoyed spending the summer with her. Um, we have, I'll be uh, back. I'll be back this her. winter. Well, I guess that's it. But uh, you guys, thank you so much for taking of your time course. out to come on. It was very exciting. Stacy, it was you. wonderful to meet you. You and, too. Uh, Avery, you continue to be a joy, and we are excited to see your stand-up comedy career as it progresses. And then we will be the ones that had Avery Lender on this show before anyone else did. Right, Alana? Yeah. They're going to look back. This is going to be in the Smithsonian one day. This particular episode. Well, anyway, again, thank you so much. That's Avery and Stacey Lender joining us today on Billy Joel. Billy Joel.